0: Hubhopper Originals. When I researched about her, I was in awe. I mean she is brave, disciplined, full of culture, quite ethical. She is gorgeous. She is cool kanya. And the list goes on. I think when she was in a meeting which was designing an exclusive women product, sanitary bats, she found that room to be full of men a product which is only used by women and 99% of the men working on it. Ah, to what extent do we have a male-dominated society? I think this is what triggered her to launch Cool Kanya. Cool Kanya is a platform with a mission to create a nurturing ecosystem for women to connect with each other and build their careers, their love. I'm Umkar Chaudhary. Hello and welcome to House of Josh season 2 your unmounted dose of Josh in association with Panout Media. Hey, cool kanya, vanshika. Kese huap ka na yahaj? Kese ho balika?
1: <laughs> Hi, Umkar.
0: Hi, how are you?
1: I'm good. Thank you for the introduction. Uh, it was really sweet. Of you
0: that's amazing, that's amazing. And Kanya, how are you?
1: I'm good, Omkar, just dealing with um, you know, this quarantine and uh, dealing with change and getting accustomed to it now.
0: Oh, that's amazing, that's amazing. And uh, Vanchika, how far have you come with respect to the aim of launching Pool Kanya? Like, do you feel you've attained most of your goal?
1: So, um, I feel so we started out in 2019 with the vision of creating you know, the one stop ambition, destination, destination for everything to do with the woman's career. And um, in 2019, we just started out with content where the goal was, you know, let's create a lot of helpful content where a user would come and actually find something meaningful. And then we launched the community and now we're working on creating a marketplace. Um, In terms of goals, um, I always say that, you know, we're a work in progress. We have miles to go and we're just starting. And even, you know, I was actually just thinking about it, like how, um, you know, your situation changes, like even 2020, our goals are very, were very different from what they are today, given COVID happened, you know, given so much has changed uh, externally. So I think goals also keep changing and keep evolving and you just have to move along with that change.
0: Wonderful. And in the introduction, I mentioned this part that when you were there in this conference room, which was designing the sanitary pads, what was the actual thought that came in your mind?
1: I, I remember just being there and we were talking about the sanitary pad and I was surrounded by men and the first thought that went in my head was that, you know, I'm the only woman in the room and we're designing a sanitary pad, which is such an intimate product for a woman. A man is never going to wear that product. So how in, the, how in the world is a man going to really be the best person to design this product? And that's when I realized that there are no women in the workplace. And that's when I started, you know, delving into this further, looking into the facts. Why are women dropping out of the workforce? And that's really when the idea of Kulkanya started.
0: Right. And not only in India, but there are several countries uh, which women aren't that liberal as compared to men. But the ratio here in India is much more bigger. So what is that we lack as a society that we objectify women as a secondary character?
1: So definitely, Omkar, um, in India, the situation is is really grim, where you see um, that only a quarter of women are in the workforce versus 78% of men. You have such a steep pay gap where women earn 65% lesser than men. And, you know, all of this actually goes down to a lot of societal conditioning where women, when growing up, are told that, you know, uh, be mild, be meek, don't speak up, you know, adjust karlo. Um, And there's such a lack of confidence. So um, actually, I remember speaking uh, to someone from HR and she was showing me two CVs. Two people, one man, one woman, same qualifications, um, same um, you know, same achievements, and the man was playing up. Suppose it's hundred percent. He was showing hundred and twenty percent, but a woman was showing seventy percent or sixty percent. And you know, there you really get to see the lack of confidence that is so ingrained in women, um, and that is all a lot to do with um, societal conditioning.
0: Right, right. I think childhood or the way we are brought up at times the, in metropolitan cities, definitely men and women are given the same standards or same treatment, but somewhere in tier two, entire three cities or the villages, basically that kind of treatment is not given. And I think somewhere it is changing down the lane. What do you think? I
1: think there's, a, there are lots, there's still lots to do. And I, I don't agree completely with that in tier one also complete equality is given to women because um, it happens in really um, subdued levels Um so I was actually talking to someone in Delhi. Um it's a metropolitan city, and she she was a housewife, and she was telling me the story where one day her son came up to her and um and asked her, Jesse, mommy, Jesse, you know, aapko pocket money. Milta hai, pocket money milta hai. And she was so taken aback. She had taken a she was actually someone who worked in PWC before. But because she had hmm. a son, she had taken a break, and she hears, hears this from her own son. You know, so I definitely don't think that, you know, uh, I I mean, I agree to a certain extent where tier one cities, um, the gap is reducing, but I still feel like there's a lot to do.
0: Right, right. And there's this tricky question that I want to ask you that tell me honestly, how difficult is it to be a woman? Like, why do we still have to shout and like, why do you girls have to really shout and be evident that women are equivalent to men?
1: It actually, I mean, we don't have to shout and, but I just feel like uh, there is so much, even for me, uh, Umkar, I've grown up in Bombay, I've grown up in, uh, you know, I've, I've studied here, I have stu- I went to college, I went to Brown, but still um, there is somewhere that there, you know, women are taught um, early on, their so- the social conditioning is so deep where you've learned that, you know, say yes to everything, follow the rules, um, you know, don't, um, don't, uh, don't question anything. And you know, even apart right. from that, you look at the industries. You look like if you're saying that you know, why do we have to shout? Uh, why do we have to speak up? Or why do we have to shout? Then why is the wage gap still there? You know, why is that? Uh, why are there fewer women in the workforce than today? Like you know, you That's can right. see that things are changing, but look at the facts. Look at the numbers.
0: Right. And Wanjika, when you were growing up, were there certain more restrictions on you? Like party time is like from 10 to 12, you have to come back to 12 at home or like what it was. Were you quite liberal or there were certain restrictions so on you as well? I
1: mean, my parents are very liberal, but like you, I've grown up in a, in a Marwari family, um, Umkar. And apart from just um, restrictions and limitations, um, I remember a conversation. Um, I was five years old. And it's, it's, it was very poignant because it's still stuck with me today. I was listening to a conversation between my father and my uncles, and they had said, you know, they were talking to my father, Ki, you know, se do hai. Kaam and I was a five-year-old girl at that point, and I was just like, why are they asking such a question? You know, why are they saying that, you know, why why will I not be able to work? So that's what I'm trying to say. That that, that conditioning is so deep. Like, you know, as a five-year-old girl at that point, I didn't say anything. But that incident still stuck with me today, and today it sort of drives me and motivates me to do what I'm doing. But um, but I, you know, coming back to the point that that it's sort of deeper than you know, th- deeper than just you know wearing modern clothes or you know going out late at night.
0: Right. So that, as you said, that there needs to be a deep conditioning, and it's just not about the upper part or the crust that you see. Yeah. It's right.
1: You have to undo those layers. Yeah.
0: Right, and and my very first question uh, in this th- third segment that I asked you, that tell me honestly, how difficult is it to be a woman? Um, it is,
1: um, it is, it is difficult um, in a lot of ways, and I'll talk about even as an entrepreneur. Like I mean, even as a woman entrepreneur, I went actually to a VC one day to ask, um, you know, to uh, question, you know, just just speak about discuss my business model, and he sp- he told me that you know, Vanshika, uh, when are you planning to get married? I was a little taken aback. Like, you know, why would he ask me that question? I'm here discussing my business model. Like how is that relevant? And he right. continued saying that, you know, um, when, uh, whether investor invests or not, a lot also will be determined by when you get married because then you'll have other responsibilities and you, you know, you might get distracted. And we're sitting and I was so taken aback because I'm like, if I was a man in that position, if I was a mm-hmm. man sitting there, would he ask me the same questions?
0: Definitely no, I guess. You know? Definitely no.
1: Yeah, so that's, that's, that, I mean, it's, it's it is, uh, it is more challenging. You have to work a lot harder to prove yourself and to prove your worth.
0: Right, right. And definitely speaking about cool Kanya at this time, how women can access cool Kanya? If they want to take or avail the benefits of the services of cool Kanya, how can they go about this?
1: So, um, all you actually have to do is just uh, log on to www.koolkanya.com. You have access to our content. Um, you can create a user ID, sign in, um, log into the community, post the questions you have, connect with other users, and um, we also have a marketplace coming soon for women um, who are in content, digital marketing, graphic designing to offer their services um, and and you know we will be there through each step of the way you have a mentor, you have your peers to guide you and support you.
0: All right. So there's no role for men over there.
1: No, uh, we are planning to get a lot more uh, men advisors on the platform. I do definitely believe that men have to be a part of the conversation to, to
0: make change. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And Vanshika, Kulkana has always been empowering women, supporting them to grow. It's almost been a year that it's founded. So how does it feel?
1: Um, I think it feels great. Uh, Umkar, it feels great to do something that I love. Wake up. I wake up every morning with, you know, spring in my step. And I think it's it's sometimes it also does get frustrating just because we want to do so much. And sometimes, you know, we aren't able to do everything. There's a time crunch. There are also sometimes, you know, a money crunch. Um, But I think what's super heartening along in this journey is just seeing the comments that come in on our community, seeing the way people are responding. You know, even just if a woman gets help or advice, it's so heartening. And I think that's what keeps us
0: going. Exactly. And also speaking about this platform, I wouldn't say that it is a money oriented platform or just to make it financially more bigger, but rather you're working towards a sustainable development and the growth of the society. And that is something very uh, heartfelt and very, I think that definitely must be making you more happy.
1: I think it does definitely make us very happy. But having said that, like, um, you know, a lot of people sometimes are like, okay, you're working for women. Are you a charity? And we're definitely not a charity. Um, so we are working, you know, we are going to start charging also for our services um, and along with the marketplace. So, you know, sometimes what happens is, oh, tum, you know, you're working for women, you're a charity, you're CSR. Kar rahe ho.
0: So <laughs> that
1: actually really is, annoys me. <laughs> uh, but uh, But yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and Manchika, I remember Deepali saying, mothers are constantly being reminded by the society that as a working mother, you're not doing enough. And normally, this is a trend in Indian culture, at least, that women pull other women by maybe trolling or degrading her character by gossiping. So what do you have to say about this?
1: Um, I think I definitely agree where uh, sometimes there is that belief that where, where women sometimes pull each other down. Um, but, like, I mean, that's what... Um, I feel like it's something something to do with society, right? Somewhere you know you're taught that women will gossip together, but um, I feel like with a community like Kulkanya, where you see women uplifting each other, um, that really sort of questions that. Like when women come together, I really believe that they form a really powerful unit, um, and they can support each other, grow, and really do wonderful things.
0: Right. Uh, Vanshika, do you gossip? <laughs>
1: i do gossip umka do you gossip but like i obviously don't belittle people i don't troll people i don't undermine people um the intention is what really matters
0: exactly and you just asked me that do i gossip then yes definitely (laughs) i'm a big gossip bunch and like you know when there's a good friend of mine and then i go on and i'm like you know even better than the aunties that you find in the society (laughs) (laughs) right that was a good one, though. Uh, once you, come, you are bold, you're cheerful, you're a lady entrepreneur, and it's something that flows in your blood. I mean, that's a hierarchy that you guys have. Your mom, Dipali Goenka, has always been your strength and support. So what did you learn and imbibe the most from her?
1: Um, you right, she's my pillar of support. Like, um, I wouldn't be able to do anything without her. She, uh, my mom is my rock. Um, what I've learned from her is, um, so my mom got married at the age of 18, and she had me and my sister at 22, 23. And, um, and she started working at 30. So for her, her career graph has been ulta. Like, you know, normally women get start working, then get married, and you know, then have children. She's done it the other way. And mm-hmm. she started working at the age of 30 with no knowledge. Um, she didn't know anything. She started with admin. And today, where she is, where she is um, leading in a textile industry, um, what I've learned from her is the importance of persevering. My mom always says that, you know, even if you don't know something, if you work hard, you can achieve it. So even today, when I go to her with, you know, like, mom, I don't know what to do. I'm really confused. I'm really lost. What's the hoga. And she'll just tell me that, Vanshika, trust in yourself and work hard. You'll figure it out. Just believe in yourself. And she always tells me, I believe in in you. So why aren't you not believing in yourself? So I think that really motivates me. So she's definitely, you know, my pillar.
0: Right. And uh, Vanshika, also at times, women don't speak up uh, or they don't defend themselves and are victims to various violence, as we discussed before. And I feel women should stand up and start defending or like, you know, start taking up a stand for themselves. Then waiting for someone will come and ask us, like help us out, assist us. So what is your take on this and what would you advise women in this case?
1: Um, So, uh, Umkar, while I agree with you, it's again not as simple as saying that women should, you know, just speak up for themselves or women are not speaking up for themselves. It again goes back to, you know, undoing years of conditioning where, you know, women have been second to men and have systematically been made to lose their confidence and courage as a result of this conditioning. Um, It also takes a lot to encourage women, help them build that confidence, along with providing them with help, access, and support to take up opportunities. So it's a process. Um, Also, there's not one size that fits all solution. Uh, Every woman is different, and so is her career, right? Um, So, I mean, and I'm not saying this that, you know, it's not about pitching one gender against another, but just evolving together.
0: Right. I think I I really... uh... Really resonate with your point that it's not about versus; it's about being together. It's about being equal. Yeah,
1: it's about being right.
0: together. Right. And once uh, I happened to read this line somewhere in the interview. That uh, it the line is: uh, it is never about how good you are, but how good you're willing to be. I mean, it's very powerful, it's very noteworthy and I've really written it down and I'm about to make a wallpaper and put it on my phone. It is very powerful. What do you have to say about it?
1: I really agree with you. It's not how good you are, it's always how good you want to be. You can start, um, you know, somewhere, but if you work hard and you can you can do anything you want to do and you, you know, dream to do. And that that again goes back to something which I've learned from my mom. You know, she always says that, that, you know, you might be somewhere now, but if you want to reach... You know, somewhere somewhere further on, you have to work on it. And you can get there. You know, why won't you get there?
0: So right. stop
1: doubting yourself. Start believing in yourself and just move towards that goal.
0: Exactly, exactly, 100% and few things that you would really want to change about the society i mean definitely i find that everybody has the power and at the same time it's not a one person that can change but something that you can speak on this podcast so that when people listen somewhere they can imbibe it into themselves and like you know make the things happen make it more make the things more better so what are the few things that you would really want to change
1: change in society or change for uh, change amongst individuals
0: uh, change amongst individuals for the betterment of the society
1: i think um one thing um i would be i would really say is uh, trust yourself for each individual uh trust yourself trust your worth um and then you can sort of do anything that you dream to do um and that i mean sort of if you if you achieve your dreams you are changing society right you are making society better um so i think that is one thing and um another thing i would tell uh, i would tell parents is to really um you know to really see how you're also speaking to your children, because a lot of you know the way you speak to them, and a lot of the conditioning early on is what affects them later on, and what affects who they become. So I think just uh, letting your kids be, trusting them, and uh, not um, over imposing yourselves on them, and not telling them, you know, like over imposing rules and regulations on them, um, so that they can grow into you know confident um, individuals later on
0: right right very beautiful and uh Vanshika, if i have to ask you when did you start your journey how um, long it has been
1: so i started my journey in 2016 um it's been right. around four years so this is uh, you know a journey prior to kool Kanya also where um i was working you were in, in well no i was actually working in america uh with All right. augmented reality toy product and then um i moved to india and then i started working in spaces in wells and um And I mean, that's when sort of, you know, even with, even in spaces and well-spun, I would notice that, you know, that uh, the product, the woman is a decision maker of home products, but it's men who are actually making the products. So you actually see that everywhere, but um, yeah.
0: And when you look back uh, right from 2016 to 2020, how would you brief your journey? I mean, definitely it's overwhelming. It's exciting. It's marvelous. You might have had your ups and downs, but what would you say about your journey?
1: um I think what I've learned is um to be okay with not being perfect right um to be okay with being a work in progress and learning so I graduated 2016 I was a topper right like you know and 2016 after graduating I had this whole spout of feeling very lost and that was a little bit of a low in my career journey where I was like oh my god I don't know what I'm doing I don't know what I'm doing how am I going to figure this out There was a lot of anxiety and I think through that process i've learned that you know just let go chase your dreams and you don't aim for perfection like you don't have to be perfect aim for progress
0: right. exactly exactly so, i think the perfection is tell me both, uh, it's not, it not compatible with many people huh? right
1: what is perfection so i mean aim for progress that you know that aim for progress every day you're growing and even i when i look even a year ago omkar to 2019 when i started Hulkania to today i've learned so much and i've grown so much so um So I think just, you know, aiming for progress over perfection.
0: Definitely. And Manjigarh? I definitely wish you all the best for Cool Kanya. Definitely, it's growing marvellous. It's growing into 100. And I really wish and pray for that. And once again, to be very honest, this was the one of the most fruitful and insightful conversations that I had. When we, uh, on an intelligent level, we spoke about what's happening around in the society and how Cool Kanya is trying to make a change, trying to drive the change and even empowering women to be more better.
1: Thank you, Omkar. It was a pleasure speaking to you.
0: Definitely, definitely. And thank you so much all the beautiful audience out there who tuned in to this particular episode. So stay tuned to How's the Josh Podcast Show Season 2, your Unbounded Dose of Josh in association with Panout Media. We'll be again coming up with more exciting and insightful conversations with all the best top-notch people from the industry. Thank you so much.